0: I text, so yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, 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 <laughs> I'm, See, I'm recording all that You got that right a party
3: now. going on over there too?
2: See, I'm, I'm recording all, <laughs> no. I'm recording, we're recording all
3: she this. She got an anaconda now. party going on over there. What's up? I had a, yeah, exactly. I
0: had music, listen, I had a musical question asked, and that was just...
2: Uh, uh, mm. I'll clean it up, go ahead, clean it
1: up. No, for In, real?
2: in, in other easy. words,
1: y'all I, I no, see what no, we no,
2: going on with the Hangout no, podcast right now, when we, no, we before that. the show starts. What's going on, people? It's the Hangout Podcast. I am your host, Ray Anthony, live. And with me, as always, on the show, the crew with me, my boy, Jay Dizzle. What's up, Jay? Not
3: much, Ray. What's
2: going on with you, Sassy? Good to be here. What's going
3: on, girl? Hi, y'all.
0: How y'all doing? Good.
2: Sassy sassy got the the video on today for y'all.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do a little show. I'm different. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get accustomed to this thing. She's you showing know.
2: off today. <laughs> yeah,
0: I see. Yes, 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 a little bit. I'm just trying to get acclimated, just feeling really? comfortable, comfortable. You know,
2: she's bringing the 2020 on this show, y'all.
0: Yes, I was. I was struggling because you know the COVID, the COVID home weight, the extra pounds on the COVID. They don't translate on this because this is no filter. This is the for real deal. This is like looking uh-huh. in the mirror, like woo, mm-hmm. COVID did that to me. You know,
2: mm-hmm. you gotta get out there and walk. You gotta get out there and do a little cycling. And, Listen,
0: you know. I have a, I have a phenomenal start because I went to Blue Nile. Shout out to Blue Nile, and I got some sea moss bladder rack, and burdock gel so
1: yeah.
0: I, i've been taking Good that job. for uh, about two weeks now and i noticed a difference in my energy um i noticed i noticed some things transitioning and happening so that was my first initial start to just doing things a little bit better
1: so
2: like,
0: I'm, on mm-hmm. I'm on it i'm on it. i'm on it
2: and hey, did you figure out how to do the the uh, background on the on the Zoom yet? Because I'm trying to get a background.
0: Though. No, we still have to Google that. I was like, we are so dated, and that's showing our age. Man. <laughs> you know, it's I all
2: like good. I, I, I like the background from the our our ten organization they had on on last week, last week. Right? Yeah,
0: they they are the bomb. They're gonna have to school us. Yeah, and, yeah I'm gonna and, have
2: to class. <laughs> Absolutely, we're gonna take, <laughs> <Yeah>. class. <Absolutely. laughs> we're gonna take exactly. a class. Yeah, yeah, sign yeah. me yeah. right now. I'm good.
0: Yes, I need it.
2: So what's going on in the world right now, people? I, I guess the first thing is uh, uh, presidential candidate Joe Biden has selected a running mate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kamala Harris, senator out of mm. California. So how y'all feel about that? Sassy, you want to take it?
0: You know, the the thing with these politicians, right, and when um, the presidency or any kind of election comes up, you know, not that they weren't around and we didn't, you know, have an ideal inkling of who they are. But it's almost like out of sight, out of mind, and then bam, right in your face, right? So it's just like there's been talks for weeks of oh, you know, he's he's hasn't made a decision and we have the whole speculation of who it might be potentially be and then boom, you know, he announces this particular individual. And then everything just goes ballistic with the good and bad. And that's a part of politics where people are, you know, pulling up who used to be her dentist back in the day to if she had books in her nose in the first grade to if she really black and the movement of her, you know, being at the side of locking up black men and the kids. And, it, you know, it, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. So I'm, I am all for the best team. Um, I'm all for the best team with the best interests um, of the people. So I I don't know. Will we ever get that, like ever wholeheartedly get that?
1: I doubt it because we
0: understand the game of politics, right? Um, Both sides have some stank on them. both sides. One side may be a little worse than the other, but they both – have some stink on them, so I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I just really want to wake up one day and say, you know what, they really care about us. And yeah. they show it based on standing behind their word, not just saying things to fill the space to get your vote. And then when they get in office, you know, they're like, oh, who, who are you again? Right. Oh, all right. Wait, wait, wait. I'm supposed to be fighting for y'all. Okay, good. So I just, I just really want representation that is for us. So that's my right. take on it.
2: Go
3: ahead, Jay. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Um, <clears throat> I think, and this is something that we've always kind of had to deal with in choosing the lesser of two evils because it doesn't matter which side you know, you're you really looking at, whether it's the Democratic side or Republican side, it's all on the same governmental body. You know, It's just, is it going to be subtle or is it going to be in your face? And when it comes to Kamala, I feel like they're just catering and caping to uh, a group trying to get voters on his side. Again, you know, like Sassy was saying, Kamala Harris has been known to have a track record that's been detrimental to a certain segment of our population. She voted in 1994 for the crime bill that led to mass incarceration. So again, I mean, it's like, what, what, what do we really have to choose from? It's sad. like you were saying, I want tangibles. I want something. I don't want your word anymore. don't give me your word. Cause that's all they do is give you the word and then do nothing. I want specific, specific laws that are passed
2: for us. That's my point. But do you think that we will ever get to a point where these particular laws will ever be pla- passed for black people?
3: In this system, I hate to say it, no.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean,
3: if, if we if there are going to be laws, there will be the laws that we've gotten in the past. Whether it's a trickle down thing, it's like okay, we're going to make a broad spectrum of laws for minorities, and minorities could mean anything. Could be white women that minorities you know fall under. So specifically for us, unfortunately, in the system that we're in, I, I don't see it. You know,
2: uh, right. I mean, there might be
3: some things that are... No, 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 go ahead.
2: Finish. No, I was going to say that us looking at the the big scope of it, you know, 10 years down the line, there could be someone, you know, some kid 17, 18 years old or older or what have you, and they're doing all the right things. They're saying all the right things. Everyone loves him. He doesn't have any kind of negative history. And, you know, he winds up running, he wins, and then he gets in office and he changes, you know what I'm saying? So again, what Sassy was saying, is there a such thing as finding the right person to be in place for us overall as black people? Who's to say, but my take on it is I have reservations about Biden. I have res- reservations about Harris, but to me, they're both better than what we have now. And I would rather see them in there now than see the guy who was in there for another four years. Because we are headed straight to hell with him here.
0: You know the thing about that, right? And this is something that I've had in my recent, as of this week, discussions. Yes, he is giving us some total different experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Ones that we, I probably would have ne- never conjured up in my own brain that the world would be experiencing right now. Mm. The sad truth, though, if he doesn't, for whatever reason get reelected, right? There's still the potential for him to come back and do it again for more years at some point in time.
2: Oh, you mean run, run again?
0: That is the dilemma because, yes, because he would still yeah. have another term that he yeah. would be able to come back in and, you know, <sighs> just do further damage. And that's a sad reality. And it didn't dawn on me. It's like all of the dialogue that we've been having about it, it's just like I never really put it in perspective that way. But that is a harsh reality.
2: It's a it's a it is a real reality, but do you actually think that they would vote him in again after all of this has been going uh, on in this so last four years?
0: Let's be clear, right? Let's just take what we see on social media because that's all we can go on because that's how we reach the world as a, as a whole, right? Right. Um, because we're just in the DMV area, but on on social media, you see so many of. The supporters in a way that you hear about or you see on movies, but this is like real life. So he has given everybody who has who is still racist, everybody who just has a straight extreme hatred towards people the ability to come out and wear things on their sleeves and they're showing up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're showing up and, and it almost reminds me of how it was back in the day. Not to this extreme, but I think at some point it may even trickle down and get back that way. But you know how the Ku Klux Klan would just come on people's property and start throwing in, you know, bottles of fire and lighting up the crosses. And it's just like, this is, this is the real reality. So it's a lot of people that support him. It's a lot of people that yeah. support him. We may not see them on the day-to-day because they may, if they walking around in our area, they might be like, I ain't gonna tell nobody. This is yeah. how I really feel. So, you know, I don't know. So what we're, what we're up against right now is if we're in a national crisis, we can't vote in another president, so i.e. he wins or he steals the election, which has been done multiple times, so it's not like that would be something that we've never experienced before. Um... Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I I don't know how it's gonna go because if, if he is strategic in the way that I know that he is, considering we've seen him in action prior to now and really now, um he's gonna find a way to finesse and finagle. Like I just I just feel like it's almost inevitable and that's unfortunate to say and um I don't I don't want that because I do want a clean slate and I want somebody else fresh and new to come in and just make life normal again, but Money is power and money is followed by greed. And when you greedy, you will stop at nothing.
2: You're up You're You're absolutely right. Let's just hope that that doesn't happen. Hopefully the nation's eyes are open to the fact that this man does not belong in office. He should have never been in office. He can't stay in office. He has pretty much made a mockery of the position. And we really need to pull together as a nation and vote him out. Although it's going to be difficult. I still believe mm-hmm. that. I still believe, yeah, I still believe it's going to be very difficult for that man to come up a loser because I do not believe in the current voting process. I don't believe in all these ballots and all these miscounts and all these under the table uh, acts of what happened to this pile of votes or what happened to that pile of votes. I just do not, I have not believed in the voting process in the, in our own time. So let, let's just see how it all plays out. I just hope we all as a nation, black, white, green, brown, yellow, pink, whatever, realize that, you know, a huge mistake was made putting this man mm-hmm. in Or He does not care about being no president. It was just, yeah. it is something for him to do.
3: So, think- Go
0: ahead, Jay.
2: I I think that
3: um, the majority of people that are out there feel that way, Um, whether they be white, black, brown, or whatever. Uh, I think that the 1% to 2% of those, the South show rise again, were, are being heard because they're more vocal. They've been emboldened, like Sassy was saying, you know, um, by our predator and chump. You know, so I think that a lot of people that are out there don't want to see him in office, probably regret the fact that they voted for him the first time around, thinking that he was going to be uh, a breath of fresh air and he was going to clean the swamp and do all of these things that he has not done. You know, um, this man has pretty much spat in the face of every ethnic person within this country, every immigrant the people that do the hard work. He spat in the face of the military when he first dumped on McCain for getting caught, when he spat on the face of that Indian family um, whose um, son was in the military and was killed. He's made fun of reporters who have um, handicaps or are disabled. So he has done something egregious to so many different people he's you know said derogatory things about women and women still have these trump that bitch" t-shirts on that are willing to vote for him so when it comes down to it if he loses he's not going to want to lose he's going to call fraud he's going to you know oh yeah he's basically basically going to say what he did in the first time, the first time around when he got elected, he's going to call that same card and say, no, this is not right. I have to stay in office or he's going to try to use COVID as a reason to stay in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He's going to pull out every trick of the trade that he possibly can call or pay off or pay off or do whatever he wants to do to demand some kind of justice for himself as far as him not fairly losing the race oh it's, he's not gonna go away quietly that's for damn sure he gonna they're gonna have to drag his ass up out of there he's gonna be kicking and screaming and all that believe that he's not gonna just stand about his chair and walk out hell no
1: right. he's no. not going to go
2: no 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 no
1: so the
0: thing the thing that he's doing right now is he's trying to actually get the election pushed back
1: mm, yeah yeah
0: because in his words is oh i know something's gonna go wrong and it's gonna be a miscount, and it's gonna no, motherfucker. You're just trying to create a diversion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like all of it is deceptive. All of it is deceptive. You know, this it's, it's it smoke and mirrors. We'll never know what the truth is. Um, or in at any rate, because a lot of these other presidencies, you know, the elections, everybody's looking at the TV and they like biting their nails and like, oh, I know this person's gonna get it, and it's like, how?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How did yeah. they fall the lap?
1: Yeah. How? Mm-hmm.
0: How did they not? out how you know so again he, he's trying to make history however he can however he can being derogatory yeah. to women boom in history still in yeah. the election boom in oh. history <laughs> creating covid in the lab telling your your folks to go against everything that they took a 04 for boom in history so he in the first hundred days overturned all of the stuff jammed that obama did for like at the end of the day He went, I don't know what gate he's going to. His own gate. Whatever gate it is, he has to answer to and account for just his nastiness. And I just really, honestly, on a human level, wish he would have been hugged as a child. I wish he would have been able to experience love in a way that it was poured into him. So whether he tried or not, it would be, you know, outwardly poured into just whoever he came in contact with i just really wish he experienced that like because mm. this guy yeah. just has has no compassion
2: no not at all
3: but you know, you know have you read his uh nieces uh book
0: no i haven't
3: it's very telling on how he became a narcissistic sociopath and that wow. his grandfather basically groomed him in that way so not to say that he isn't at fault, but he definitely didn't give that, get that nurturing when he was a child. And then he was not only not nurtured, but then they kind of acquiesced to anything that he did and didn't really check him. So he's never had anyone either whoop his ass or check him. He's never had that. So he's been able to go through life with impunity.
2: Well, you know something? I, I will say this. There are a lot of men, black and white. Who didn't have that kind of nurturing as a child. The only difference between him is and a lot of others, we didn't grow up white and we didn't grow up rich. So that to me is a telling story of the difference between a lot of us. You know, a lot of men don't grow up nurtured. We we don't get that until we're in our twenties or thirties, maybe even longer.
0: Listen, that that is a whole nother show, but that is that (laughs) That's a that's a very valid point. Um, yeah. And it's, it's very scary because, you know, um, people think that the only abuse is domestic abuse. No, it is not no, emotional. Not close. Mm. Emotional abuse is far worse. Mm. And the men who did not experience just some kind of nurturing, or whatever the reason, whether the father left, whether the mother was an alcoholic or had to work all the time and the streets had to raise them, it creates, it, it creates confusion, it, c- it creates um, anger. And a lot of times we don't even know what the anger stems from, we're just angry because we mm. never sought for help. Um, but it damages a lot of homes and mm. that's why you know especially in our community so many things are at an all-time high because we have people who have trauma who are not willing to deal with it because oh i wasn't taught like that a man don't do that a man don't cry a man don't this and i hate those those things that are important into our men as kids like don't cry but what the fuck do you have tear ducts for okay it's a, it's in your anatomy no. like i don't no cry baby but if you're experiencing something how can you suppress those emotions and feelings. And if you keep constantly doing that and sweeping them under the rug, you become like a Tasmanian devil. The minute one thing goes wrong, all of that stuff is gonna spiral out of control and who's gonna catch it? Somebody close to you, you're gonna hurt people. And I I just, I'm meant to be healed, period. No matter what color you
1: are.
2: Yeah, that's that's, that's the telling thing though. You know, a lot of men have not been nurtured properly in their upbringing. And it affects them later on in life. And they may not even know the reason why they act the way they do that. They do the things they do or the experiences that's been sent upon them that they can't handle or deal with or think their way through or act properly. You know what I'm saying? Because they haven't had a starting point to where their lives should have been. They started in their twenties or out in the streets or whatever, not even understanding like, you know, someone telling you I love you or giving you that hug, say I'm here for you. That's where it starts. Knowing that you have that support, you, you know we don't always get that.
0: No, we don't. But you know, think that bothers me the most? It's like okay, you know, I can speak personal experience as a female. I, I didn't have that, right? I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have that kind of support, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. have me loving on me, saying you can do what you can be, right? I had total opposite of that. But as I grew up, I had a desire. Oh. To be better, I had a desire to do better. I had a desire to experience better, and I made a promise that I would never hurt people in the way that I've been hurt. And all of these men who are broken, they hurt people. And the sad thing is, they don't even recognize the hurt that they're inflicting on other people. And when they come to you and they tell you, you know, this is how what you've done affects me, they don't listen. They they can't even recognize it, and it's damn very very damn.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is because they don't, they don't know any better, you know, at some point in life. And and, and they don't strive to do any better. Like Sassy went through
3: a lot of things and she recognized what she went through and said, you know what, despite what I went through, I'm going to change the narrative of my life and the way I deal with people. I'm not going to deal with them the way I was dealt with. So that was a conscious choice that she made. Right. That's what these men need to do, you know, make that conscious choice. And this, this is people because, you know, there's some women out there that are the same way.
2: You yeah. Know? But I think the, the people main need to
3: make that conscious decision.
2: Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. But I think the main difference with men is we have such huge egos and we don't like to listen. It takes a nation of men to be able to sit one man down and everyone explains to him, like, dude, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is wrong. Right.
1: Boy.
2: You need to have somebody in your life that you can, that can mentor you, that you look up to, you respect before you start to listen to them. And a lot of right. times, a lot of times us as men, we don't have that particular role I- model in our lives that can Make us see that, hey, w- what you're doing is wrong. You need to peel it back. You need to regroup. You need to rethink. You need to start over and you need to start on a different path than where you are. Right.
3: And that's just a lot of that's hard. A certain level of maturity because it takes yeah. a certain level of maturity to accept the fact that, hey, I need to kind of be a little more self. Um, reflective and change my attitude and so if you can't do that then that just shows that you're not mature enough to be able to handle those type of topics so it's going to take 10 to 20 people telling you the same damn thing
0: and that's so sad because you know just just as it relates to relationships right I'm just talking about relationships that you have you should like where does your value for the person come into play Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like are where where does that come? Where does that come into play? Because that for me, and this is good, just, I don't know if this is a, a reality to some degree, but like, if I value you and you tell me something, I'm going to take heed to that. Right. I may not want to hear it, but I heard it. You know right. what I'm saying? And I, and, and this front that you put up, like, well, you didn't hear it and being tough. It's just like, we, we do a lot of self-sabotage and we don't even give ourselves a chance to grow. Like, who wants right. to be angry forever? Right. Like nobody should want to be angry forever. But that's a mental condition. But the value for the person, like if somebody is coming to you and they're like, "Hey, I, you should check this because this is how this makes me feel," or well, "You should check this because that's not right." Listen, it should it should it should take a village to keep it together. But it's just like we're adults. We all have conscience, right? right. If so if you- it's something that we shouldn't be doing, it's gonna say. If it's something that we could do, and it'd be like, oh, cheering, you want the same token, but it's just like certain things we don't lose, certain things we're born with, some things we have, certain things we need. But I just feel like when you value people and respect people, and Mm -hmm. if you keep in mind, because nobody wants to be disrespecting their mama, or their Mm -hmm. grandma, or their sister, or their brother, or their father, or their cousin, like when does that step in, and people just like get it without having to go through that whole cycle of you have to turn around and see a hundred people to be like, don't you do it?
2: Right,
3: right, yeah. You and that's know, the thing. Circling back to to Trump and where it all started, he doesn't have that that around him. He has nothing but people who are going to kiss his ass and tell him what he wants to hear, and yes men. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't have that same group of people that might come in and say, no, you're wrong. You mm. know, uh, I'm hoping a lot of the other men that are out there. Have that circle, have that village that'll help him out, but he doesn't have it, and it's not happening. He's not changing.
2: Yeah, you know what? You know,
3: something it ain't changed.
2: Oh no, not at all. You know what? I would love to see happen in this day and age because the, la- the last one I think we had was so long ago, and a lot of kids today that are out here were either not probably not born or didn't get a chance to witness it or didn't just didn't care. I would love for us to have another million man March. And the reason I say that is because, and I don't want, I don't want it to be the way it was before where we're listening to one person talk for an hour and a half. No, I don't want that. No, we don't, we don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. I want a lot of these black leaders to come together. I want a lot of these socialites on social media to come together. All of these black, actors and athletes come together uh, all these black activists come together and let's have another million man march and let's bring all these young kids out now together let's bring let's all of us band together, women whoever wants to come it needs to be another million man march period because we, we need a summit let's, let's we need we summit. need a summit and it and it needs to happen every five years i really do believe that the last Million Man March that took place, my son was not born yet. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, something, yeah. that's something that I would love to be able to experience with him. You know, and we're, mm-hmm. not, we're not allowed to leave there, if it happens. We're not allowed to leave there until you look another black man in the face and say, what's up, bro? This is my name. How you doing? You know something? I love you because you're a black man. And you have to do that with 50 black men before you're able to leave. 50. Walk around, introduce yourself, have a conversation with guys you don't know. You keeping a scorecard? It, How we counting this? How we counting? It, it, right? it, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> even matter. Introduce yourself, exchange true. information. The point. The point is, we need to come together. You know what I'm saying? Let's come together. You yeah, know. No. I'm just, just like oh yeah. No, no, I know. But let's have let's have some kind of starting point because you know we need to do it. We need to do that again. We do need to. We need to feel that energy again
3: i agree with that i think that um since we are such a social media driven society you see a lot of these facebook posts that are like that you know like one of my boys put up um this post that said you know i've hated this man i've not loved this man and all these things talking about himself
2: yeah i saw i saw somebody i know did did the same thing and i'm like you know something and i didn't mean to cut you off jay i I saw the same thing i was like you know something I'm not going to say all these negative things about myself. All these people out here who are Facebook friends who barely know me, don't need to know all of my trials and tribulations. That's that's stuff within you, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to, again, pull social media in on your side and everything. To me, that is all right.
3: I only mention mention that because that's kind of that same concept
2: of reaching out to other brothers
3: to say, hey, no, I'm with you, I love you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That That's the only reason why I brought
0: that up.
2: Yeah, yeah, what were you saying Seth?
0: I was saying, you know, a lot of people utilize these social portals as therapy. You know, it's not mm-hmm. the right therapy cause, because you're gonna get so many opinions and so many, you know, it's just gonna, it's just too much. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Jay, you raise a valid point. Like, if I don't know where to turn and I don't know where to go, like here's a reputable source. Like you go to one app and there's millions of people on here right? right yeah and some, and, and and let's be clear let's be a hundred percent honest for your birthday you get more people telling you happy birthday on it in your own phone
1: yeah right, right? Yeah. So, yeah so it's like
0: yeah. you know even though those vessels kind of like below my life but they they have some good so on the one on the one front you know, that may be his only source of connecting with people. If, if we have the right people mm-hmm. on at the right time, rallying and giving him what he needs, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't become convoluted right. with, the, with all of the negativity from it, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good outlet, but a lot of people, like, I just look at their content. Most people use that as a source of therapy or a way to vent or, you know, just kind of get advice. and
1: Right, yeah,
2: absolutely. All right, moving on. So the girl Cardi B had a new video she put out, I think it was last week. This last week, last week.
1: What, what, what? featuring oh. featuring Megan oh. the
2: stallion and that's been getting a lot of buzz.
1: Sunday
0: midnight, Sunday. It's
2: beginning a lot of buzz. So when I first initially heard it, I'm like, do I really even wanna hear this song? So I heard the song, I'm like, okay. Then I saw the video and I was just like, yeah. Where where is where is the female rap game headed right now? I'm like you know basically I guess the, what the top three females pretty much all are putting it out there, showing their parts. And I mean I understand the sex sales, understand that. You know, back in the day where female rappers were, you know, doing their thing, sex wasn't to the forefront. I think the first person who really started coming out doing that was Lil Kim, but even the ones before her weren't. So. Where where is the female rap game? I mean, first of all, did y'all see the video? What y'all think of the song? What y'all think of the video? Um, uh, to me, it was just it was just okay for me. I, I didn't really see a bunch of I don't know. it's just it was just alright for me. Sassy, I, I'll defer.
0: No, I'm gonna wait for your response, Jay.
2: Okie dokie, so
3: I happened to watch it tonight <laughs> before this show, um, and it, it's not that I didn't want to watch it. It's not that I Particularly wanted to watch it. It's just that that's not what I listen to. That's not right. what I like. And so my initial thoughts when seeing it was like, okay, visually, that joint looks kind of nice. I like it. You know, the beat is thumping. It, you know, was a throwback to a a, a song and a phrase that we all know and we said. And you know what I'm saying. So it, it gets it, it got my me, head bopping for let sure. Let
2: me let me let me ask you a question though. Okay. The aspect of Two of, the two of the two the, the the he's stupid I was like, because I was an like, aspect, <laughs> aspect. <laughs> the
0: yeah, flip. I know what you were the
2: thinking ass, about the aspect of them <laughs> exactly the aspect of them having such a video that what's the difference between them putting it in a video when they show each other's I mean they show themselves on social media every single day. So seeing it on a video why is it such a bigger thing than what they normally do?
3: I don't know, because honestly, I was watching this back in, you know, the late 80s, early 90s with the two live crew. You know what I'm saying? With yeah, back but Coochie. they but
2: but but and those girls weren't rappers. They were fans. You know what I'm saying? But they, what
3: I'm saying is it's the sex. So, yeah, with these female rappers, all they've done, it's almost like the N word where it was said in a derogatory way. So women looking at this, when they were watching two live crew, they saw these women in a derogatory way because they were like, look at these women just shaking, showing themselves being exploited. This is so misogynistic. Now these new female rappers are like, we going to just take it and flip it. So I would say this much, there's a lane for everything. Like that's not the lane that I really necessarily want to be in, but there are people out there who are going to enjoy it. There are certain um, settings where it might even be appropriate, but, I don't even think we can take it to where is the female game going because I can tell you a whole bunch of different female rappers that aren't showing themselves and that can spit in their lyricists like Chica, Rhapsody, No Name, this chick from South Korea called Yoon Marie, Sasha Gohard, I think she's out of Chicago, Yanni down in Atlanta. Like there are a lot of conscious female rappers out there that are giving it to you and giving it to you well over in the UK. They got a lot of female rappers. So, they can do, Cardi B and Megan, they can do what they do. You know, Megan the Stallion, they can do that. That's what they do. You know, I just don't like the fact that if they're on a Black Awards show, they're shaking ass and, you know, acting stupid. But then if Cardi B is at the Latin Awards or in any other setting, she's not acting like that. She's representing that culture or that part of her culture with the utmost respect. But she can come in on our side and be as ratchet as she wants. That's what I don't like.
0: Yeah, Interesting. So- Interesting point. So unfortunately in our culture, our men are the first point of disrespect because going way back far before now, women have been called hoes, women have been called bitches, um, women have been exploited in such a way. Like I was looking at, what video was it, pumps and a bump? And this was before, like, all of the surgeries, you know, were like big and popping, where people have real bodies, but they weren't like body bodies. Like, they were bodies, but yep. they didn't, they that weren't as voluptuous.
1: Effect.
0: Yeah, they weren't as voluptuous as. that in effect.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so, you <laughs> know, so, for a long period of time, we as women have been painted in such a derogatory way that they may feel like, Fuck, well, let me just, you know, go ahead and put myself out there versus being exploited by God. Um, and then, too, you know, some people just genuinely have that nastiness in them. You know, it's not something that they were taught. kind of goes back to what we were talking about in terms of Trump, having somebody hug them and hug him and say, you know, you know, I love you. They may not have had anybody hug them and say, you're beautiful. You don't have to do it this way. You don't, Um, you know, uh, and and the culture that Cardi comes from, she comes from the stripping, the stripping environment. The stripping so, world, yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. nudity, period, all day long, right? So, mm, yeah. so her, she may mm-hmm. feel like she's dressed up as if she's going to a gala when she has those kind of outfits on because it's covering certain areas. Um, Not that it's right at all, in terms. But do of, you, you know, do, that's do you?
2: But do you feel like? she constantly talks about it because maybe that's all she knows, being as though she came from the stripping world.
0: Let me tell you something, Cardi is very intelligent. Like, I don't know if you guys yeah. have ever heard
1: her. Yeah, this, yeah, I, I, her
2: I her believe, I, I really thing. believe that. I really believe that, I think um, she is.
0: So I, I, think she's, I think she's strategic, I think it's mm-hmm. a strategy because mm-hmm. yes. as we know sex sales, we know that men mm-hmm. are putty in the, the hands of vagina, boobs and breasts. Right. Period, right. The booties and breasts yep, That what? Um, right. Right. Exactly. Right. right. That, that worship and praise, you know. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <I like>
2: that. <laughs> that was that was very
1: good. <laughs> so I
0: just I just feel like, you know, they seize in the moment. Do yeah. I do I like it? No, because I have a 15-year-old daughter. Do I want her idolizing them, um, trying to imitate them? Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely not. You no, know, no. I, a lot of times I listen to I don't listen to it a lot, but sometimes when I listen to their music, I do listen to Megan The Stallion because like, I'm trying to see what the hype is about. Absolutely. She doesn't, really talk, about, she doesn't talk about being educated. You know what I'm saying? No. She's coming from a perspective like, listen, and, and let's be clear, men have created such a lane that women have to be in in terms of holding down that masculinity because they've left us high and dry or they force us to do or so- force mm. us to be um a certain way because they're not upholding the thing that they need to do they're not nurturing to us mm-hmm. it's damaging so when you're damaged goods based on dealing with the caliber of men that you may be exposed to whether it's hood niggas you know what the hood niggas about they standing on the corner they're getting their money any female that walk by they feel like oh yeah i can get that because i got this and then when i do get her i'm a her like that because i can do that and then i'm on to the next Right. So you see these things in your area where you grow up or you look up to these people or could be your family members. So you kind of are submerged in it. And it's like, what do you do with that? What do you do with it? Do you create something out of it? Do you become victim of it? So, you know, we can we can kind of go either way with it. But back to my point, I don't really like them exposing themselves in that way because they have so many young girls who are growing up idolizing them and these young girls have taken on a male persona like where they just feel like they're so rugged and they got to be so thorough and they got to be so hard or you know they got to like rock out like the city girls like the only way I can get a man is if I do X, Y, and Z and I just I don't know I really wish there was a level of class I wish somebody wrapped their arms around them and just said, you're beautiful and you're a queen and, you know leave that for the bedroom show a little bit. You know, you can be scantily clad, but you can do it in a classy way, but they straight like letting you know what it is.
3: See, and, and is I wish that there was a market for all those female rappers that I talked about earlier, where they could get that money because of their lyricism, because of what they're saying, because of their music. But unfortunately, the music industry pays well if you're a hoe. Like if you put it out there, man, they're going to pay and people are going to watch. So that's why you see Cardi B, Megan Stallion, all these little, you know, hood rat chicks emulating what they see, trying to be just like that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, yeah. sex, sex, sex is a big part of our day to day. Right. Because mm-hmm. we had this dialogue before. Where we're talking about, you know, men addiction to porn. Some women are addicted to porn and you can look at oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying maybe it might be some women addicted to porn i don't know personally so, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> or you can
1: look at what percentage
2: what percentage of women is addicted to porn probably about 0.2 percent yeah
1: point you?
2: Oh. did you say did you just say 0.2 or 22 <laughs> 0.2. 0.2
1: percent <laughs>
0: You know, I don't know. So, so you know, I watch it. I'm not addicted to it. I watch it, and it blows my life. But I've been exposed to porn since I was seven years old. So for me, it does. It doesn't really do anything. Wow. That's a whole other story in itself. But,
1: um, mm-hmm.
3: yeah,
0: you know, you can look on social media. We didn't have that
3: up. topic. When were you first exposed?
0: <laughs> seven years old. Wow. What? Seven, I thought she seven said seventeen.
2: Old. No, no seven. she said no. She said seven. She said seven.
0: I was seven years old, and I I don't know the I don't know what the title of the VHS, and that's how long ago it was because it was on the actual VHS tape. Yeah, it was
1: VHS. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like the hey.
0: And it was white people. Oh, sorry for our listeners, but you know it was non-melanated people, but they kind of have an interest an interesting formula. Of did you they... even know what
3: you were seeing? Was that like shocking? Were you like what? Did it take you a minute to actually? Focusing on what was going on.
0: Um, I I can see myself sitting on the bed watching the TV, and I started to experience some things. Like I started mm-hmm. feeling some things in some right. areas that, that I was I was confused about it, and I honestly think right. that it shook my ability as an adult because as I got older, I didn't have that sensation anymore because wow. I was watching it like it was just like regular TV.
1: Um.
0: I, I knew some well, things were going on. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew some things right. were going on. I was confused because you're a kid. Like you don't, you, you don't, know. You you know what you see in front of you, but how do you process that? Or how do you? Exactly.
1: So you so
2: so you watched the whole thing, or you just watched a little bit of it? You turned it off, watch cartoons. I mean, which one?
0: Was? No, it was no turn it off, watching nothing. My aunt was just like, "Oh, watch this," and she put it on, and that was no. no she did
1: not. What kind phone, of you got? <laughs> Hold up!
2: Hold up! Hold up! What hold, hold, hold. <laughs> the hell kind of you got? What's
3: her name? <laughs> she actually put it on for you to watch, so she knew it wasn't like your uncle like left that joint in there and forgot about it. No. Like he did his business, got tired, and went to sleep and left it in there.
0: No, my aunt put oh, it purposely dude. put it on. But I digress. That's a whole other show because that comes with a whole other set of layers that I would have to peel yeah. back. And
2: we're we gonna have to have another show about this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, but yeah, so I started watching it very early. So for me, like, even looking at it now, if I told you what I was interested in, y'all would probably not be my friend anymore. But I okay, um, you're on well, like level, hit that
3: a thousand and I don't know how many right now. Like, yeah, you graduated. Right
2: Remind to kick her off the show, Jay. And find another <laughs> <up> third person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no,
3: nah, I man. We need to peel these layers back. I
0: need to dig into this. Listen, but it irritates me. Point irritates me. Like I, I look at it for the sake of you know whatever you look at it for. But it irritates me because <laughs> there are no storylines. It's just so like coming from a theatrical background. Like you just think. I'm, I'm into romance like romance me don't just cable guy and then the music come on and we start banging like I hate that. Take your fucking socks off. Cable. Take your hat off. Right.
1: Like, I, I it, agree it, with you. I agree. Take your socks There's off. There's only been one <laughs> movie been like that like huh? yeah, that.
3: Yeah. There's only been one movie that actually well one video that actually was like a movie like it had a plot. It had characters and dialogue. It blew my mind like that's the only one I've ever seen like when I was, cause I don't anymore, but when I was watching it, I hated it when it jumped right in. Like, I want to see the seduction. I want to see the scantily clad. I want to see the undressing all that. When you just go straight to it, it's like, what is the point? Like now you're just a degenerate. Now you're just like treating me like, I just need to do one thing, get out and that's and it.
0: And that's it. That's and, it. I, the, and the
1: thing that bothers uh, me- like, that's it. That's it. So, you know,
0: I, for our I, men, like this is a a public service announcement intimacy is important
1: do mm-hmm. not try
0: to imitate what you see on these porn sites romance your woman feel up on her kiss all on her hug on like get like if you try to stick yourself in somebody and it's dry that means you have to do something else just trying to roll over on top of somebody because you saw it a couple of minutes ago on porn hub or xxx videos ain't that's not where it's at so we need the intimacy yeah, but to come think- back into the
2: I I think a lot of times men kind of get sucked into that situation of watching porn and thinking because I think they I think their mindset is by them watching that that's how it's supposed to be
0: and you know what happens oh I got a headache where do you think the excuse of having a headache come from because you're gonna stop rolling on top of me thinking that you just about to like that's no women hate that I'm I am speaking for us oh we don't like that
2: I don't like. I don't and like
0: that. And if you huh? do, and if you do like that, that comes with a price tag.
2: Yeah. Um, so, uh in other words, I didn't really care for the video. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, you know, I didn't. The song was just. You know, you just hearing the p word and the whatever, and the video was. I mean, it's on social media every day. I'm like, you know, I, I, I look. I'm at the point where where some on social media like some some women like you know some of these I, I I I refuse to follow some of these young girls or or make comments like the the like button. I just I'm my I got daughters that age. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how's that making me look like it This
0: is like it's a predator's playground. Some men are like in heaven behind it. And I just yeah. again but it's, like,
2: but it's like out there in your face every day so much. Like how can you not you know, see it. It's out
0: there.
1: Listen, so I'm about to
0: sound like a hater. I don't, don't, I don't see, I don't see a whole lot of gray sweatpants. I don't see a whole lot of Speedos. I hate it.
2: Speed, speedos? What is this? 19? Hey, it's somebody, <laughs> it's
0: somebody that might still like the way Speedos. Don't hate on <sighs> Speedos. Oh. Yo, I'm
2: just saying, I, I, I'll i tell you, it's I'll a, tell, it's I'll a
1: tell very you, unfair world.
2: I'm going to tell you what though, like, I'm, like I said, I've always talked about, you know, me being a cyclist, I ride my bike all the time. You will never see me wearing. I do not give a rat's ass. <laughs> you will never. I wear tights, but I wear my shorts underneath. I mean, over top of my tights. You will never see me. Taking a picture and just those. Oh, you know you got some biker shorts somewhere in there. I do not. No, f- <laughs> I will. Y'all want to tour my damn closet right damn now? I will take you upstairs. I will never wear just those pants riding my bike out in public. Never. No, nah, I don't give a damn. Oh, so uh, nah, it's not. got the look, It's
3: not the whole outfit like you wear the little. Man, little please, dude. Hey, dude, hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey bro. Top. Hey, bro. commit.
2: 20, 20, 25 miles is 25 miles. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't gonna make you go no goddamn fast or slower. <laughs> Absolutely man. not. You know, no, no, sir. You will never see me wearing those shorts out in the public eye ever. No, no I mean, to the one to the guys who wear it, hey. Kudos. That's <laughs> all to you, bro. It won't be me. Uh,
1: good on you. Never made
2: you never meet. All right. <laughs> So.
1: But at any
0: rate, you know, we got mixed feelings, y'all, about this whole wild video. We feel, you know, that the women could just do this a little more classy. They
2: could have spent their money on um, something else.
0: But, I mean, it's worth selling because, you know, I'm I'm sure the numbers and then they were selling vinyl copies of it. Oh, the
3: numbers are up there.
0: I know they cleaned up. So. I know they cleaned up. But, and then too, y'all gotta understand, mm-hmm. you know, they are oh, yeah. they're catering to the younger generation of Ratchet
3: girls, like these. This generation is just oh, that's what scares me. You man, know,
2: yeah, that's what I don't like. It is a lot of women pregnant right now. Holy moly, that's anyway. going to babies. <laughs> man, this is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But you know, man. People are inside. I mean, they, I mean, they either having babies or getting divorced. It's either one or the two: breaking up or having a baby. That's it. That's, that's all it is.
0: And some might be doing both.
2: You're absolutely right about that. Some might be be doing both. All right, so let me ask y'all this question. Can you maintain a platonic relationship between men and women if there's an attraction between the two of them?
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I am a living testament.
3: I I agree, but somebody's feelings are going to be hurt, though. I know that much. Why? Because, because, in a relationship, and I mean, we've all been there where you've had a friend who somehow, due to circumstances, moved into a position of just being a friend. and they didn't well, they have to willing they don't have to willingly accept it, but sometimes they have to just understand that whatever could have happened between you two is not going to happen. And a lot of times that hurts their feelings. you know what I'm saying? Like you can have two people that are platonic and be best of friends. And one person wants that person so badly, but knowing that they're in a situation of knowing that it can never happen. They respect it, but trust and
2: believe they're hurting. They're going to hurt a little. I got my hand raised up question. Yes. What's up? Why would that conversation even come up if they just platonic? it? If, if it's an attraction there, there's one thing. If y'all on, know man. y'all, if, on, if, if, if both parties know that they just friends, why are we even bringing that conversation up?
3: Because that shit happens. I mean, this is real life. In
2: not every case. In not every case.
3: Not every case, but in in a lot of them, it'll happen like that. You know, some people will keep their true feelings at bay and they'll not express it. But a lot of times when you have that friendship, at some point during an intimate moment, I'm not talking about sexually intimate. I'm just talking about a quiet conversation. No one else is around. You're talking. You're kind of opening up. It might get told. It might get said. You know yeah. what I'm saying. So that's how those conversations come up.
0: Yeah, and I'm a shout out. Shashi, to my, come
3: on, I know you've been there.
0: I'm a she's, shout out. She says to, to my, said she, says she did. To my friendship, I'm not gonna say no names, but this is my good friendship. So when he hears this, he knows everything. Uh,
2: can you un- uncover your phone? You kind of muscled a little bit.
0: That's In about,
1: that. can you that's know.
2: About, yeah, that's better.
0: So I say super shout out to my friendship because I'm about to like share our story. So, Uh I am super cool, right? First of all, don't don't do (laughs) all that. It's not that deep. Um, I am super (laughs) super cool with men, and I am really that female who can just be a platonic friend. Like, I'm not
1: interested in
0: being in anybody's panties, or pants, or boxers, or whatever the case may be, or biker shorts, or whatever it is that you wear or you don't wear. Um, And I had somebody say to me, he was like, man, Sash, you make me sick because you so cool, but... Like, I would love if I had the opportunity to date you, but you're just so cool that I can't even really look at you like that. But if I could, then I would. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I've had that mm-hmm. conversation. I didn't probe it. It was just something that was brought to my attention. But I do think that we should be in a position where we can be platonic friends. Like, the way that I vibe and I rock, if I'm friends with you, if I am in a situation, then you are submerged in that situation too. You are the friend of. I'm just open mm-hmm. and transparent that way, right? So we keep all right. lines platonic. Yeah. Like, So I'm not going to just say to you that, oh, this is my platonic homeboy, that I am the only person hanging out with him, or I'm doing some things that might kind of have you like side out or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can, I can attest. I can, yeah. I personally can. I don't know about everybody else. But.
3: Yeah, I can too. De- yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I and have you, a you lot know- of exes that were good friends. You said exes,
1: uh, but high- yeah. yeah,
3: like, I mean, this is from, so, um, one, I don't want to, you know, give up too much, but I mean, you know what, whatever. I mean, it's all out in the open. Give so it up. Was one, really <laughs> friend, one really good friend, you know, um, who things started to kind of wane with us, and I met someone else who I fell in love with, and I kind of backed up. And we became such good friends. She named me the godfather of her child. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're friends. They were like family. So, you know, I've definitely maintained relationships with people outside of relationships that I've had with them. You know, and it doesn't always work out that way.
0: But see, that's, that's different. I think that's a little bit different than, like, strictly being a platonic friend with an attraction. You understand what I'm saying? Like you had mm-hmm. you been yeah yeah you being an ex to somebody like your love for them is different. Your your TLC for them is just going to be a right. little bit different mm-hmm. because you're going to come from a I right. love you perspective and also a protective perspective where I don't want to see anything mm-hmm. happen true, wrong. True, or true, I'm going to protect you. So that's a little bit different than just the regular everyday Joe schmo and Cindy okay, so, being right.
3: Yeah. So okay. So someone that I worked with. You know, okay. real cool. We would hang out, do happy hours. And, you know, one night we were, I don't know, we were with a group of people, and she was just like, you know what? You are so damn cool. You know, if you weren't in your situation, I'd be all over you. And, you know, I was like, well, I appreciate that. That's cool. But, you know, knowing that I'm in a situation that can't happen. And we started laughing and joking, and we remained friends. So, yeah, I, I get your point. Definitely, you know, that other relationship that X, ex- was you know something that kind of that love ended up kind of transforming into something else yeah it was different but yeah there are just straight platonic friends that you know um that's been expressed and i was like yeah that can't be and they were like well i already know but you know in that moment you know it was said and so okay
2: so so what about so you ray sir. no that's never happened to me so
1: um <laughs> 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 he's lying no,
2: never happened to me. i don't want to no. open up <laughs> No ever does' never happen to me no i mean for i mean i don't I don't know i just I don't, I don't always look at look at that side of it that way i'm I think you know you are friends with someone and you just stay friends, you know I just you know maybe I'm a little naive to the fact that if if someone's attracted, I don't really pay attention to it I'm just you know we cool we friends, and that's why I keep it. I don't try to cross that barrier as far as like some kind of involvement or whatever, you know. Because what can become of that, you know? I'm, I'm of course, I'm, and it's not
3: even crossing the barrier. Like no one's ever said or you've never had a conversation where that
2: woman was like,
3: "Wow," you know. Only if, you know. I mean, what it, if, I mean, or, I think everyone's
2: had had those at some point in their life. Hell yeah, but. Well, there you go. What are you saying? I've never had this. I mean, but I'm i mean, I, I'm not saying that, like, those kind of things happen like one of them. Mm-hmm. Go give me that, the, uh, that side uh, eye, Sassy. Nah, hell no. But anyway, I mean, I again, you just, you know, you had a conversation or if, if it comes up. But, you know, I don't, I don't even really even pay much attention to it. don't
1: don't. well
0: I mean I can attest for you guys because I think that we've built a great foundation of friendship and I know that you guys have love for me Mm -hmm. and I have love for y'all and it's strictly I I respect you all as mentors, and then your situations too you know what I'm saying so I think I think we I think we're all very capable of doing that but the likelihood of mm-hmm. most of these thirst buckets and that's coming from the male and female side. I don't yeah. think people even yeah. know how capable they are. They just fall victim because nine mm-hmm. times out of 10, somebody drunk, somebody high, somebody is, yeah. you know, feeling some type of way from a situation and a circumstance and they're just looking for comfort or, yeah.
1: you know. yeah.
0: It's, it's so unfortunate. Yeah. It's just like, man, so much greatness can come out of platonic friendships. You know what I'm saying? Or just friendships. Yes. Oh, without a doubt.
1: Yes. People just don't yes. value it. And yeah. the
0: thing, as a woman, the thing that I despise the most is I'm very standoffish when it comes down to doing business with men, only because, you know, it's like it, it starts out one way and then they be like, uh.
2: At some point, the volume gets turned up. to dinner
0: or you know something happened so Mm -hmm. i find myself in a position where i feel like i got to come with a disclaimer t-shirt on like don't try but i don't want to have to say that Mm -hmm. or have to come out that way because you should just respect what i bring to the table respect my gifts respect my talent respect my mind respect my heart respect my kindness respect me as a human period and then as a woman right
3: right it's hard though when they start thinking about that WAP though yeah. yeah,
0: they be like that yeah, worship band. <laughs> now, that ain't what they' saying. But.
3: but
2: then it's, then it's, but then it's like you know they start to think about the wrong body parts instead of like you know what's, what's the difference between me trying to develop a great friendship versus me trying to get with their behind the scenes. Also, the the two doesn't mix. The two doesn't mix. You know, so
1: yeah. you got
2: to you got to decide which one you want to go. Because if you tried your hand and it goes south, then the friendship's done.
1: this would be
3: my question for someone who's single can you actually maintain that platonic relationship if you're not in a relationship with someone and there's an attraction
2: can you do that is that possible
0: i think that's a no
2: no, it's not because I
0: think that's because is a lot it, of times is the, attraction, is the attraction equal? Is it like on both sides, or is it so just that's why I
2: said well? Well, you know, something
3: feelings hurt earlier, but you know, you know, something attraction on both sides? No, it cannot happen.
2: You know, no. you know, something I think that if depend, hmm. you know, I think certain women, well, I ain't gonna say certain women, I think women in general will see exactly what this single man has going on if he's taking care of himself, he make good money, you know, he's got a lot good things happening in this life let me be the one to slide in and try to soak up all that time as opposed to well wait a minute hold on time out time out time out you know we cool we friends you know i'm not trying to entertain all that extra i'll do it when i'm ready but i'm not going to do it on your terms i'm gonna do it on mine you know a lot of single men a lot of single men as they get older they don't they don't they don't want to give that power up that they've developed they don't want to give that up
0: and what power is that
2: the power to be able to do what the hell they want to do.
0: Oh, okay. What were you saying, Jay?
2: I think what we need to do on the Hangout
3: social media site is put up a poll.
1: <laughs> yeah, i'm down.
3: We need I'm to start dead. putting up a poll so we can start talking about that so we can get their feedback on this because I'm telling you, if y'all are single, it's not possible. I just don't think it's possible. And if y'all are single, I, I think it's, it's not reciprocated. Then someone's feelings are definitely getting hurt.
2: I think it's. I I think it really depends on a man, though, because I think a lot of times, and and what part of their life are they at? You know, do they want just to hang out and chill, to soak up some of my alone time, and just have that understanding? Like, look, hey, you know, I don't want to get serious. I just I just enjoy chilling, hanging out. You know, spending the time. But as far as that hardcore commitment. That's not what I'm looking for. Put it it out there.
0: But most people are not even that honest. Like, most people, and I really wish most people would really come to the table to say whatever it is that they want and desire, right? Like, oh, all right, well, I'm not really looking for Mm -hmm. a relationship. I just want to, every Wednesday and Sunday, or I just want you to be my every whatever, right? But people are not prone to, to doing anything like that. I think that, I don't know how many moments would have to surface before before we see that. I don't know. But in, 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 at any rate, I just really honestly believe that if we exercised self-control, we would be able to do that. Now, in terms of men not wanting to give up the power, like the thing about relationships, I don't think you should even ever have to go into a relationship like, damn, I'm not going to be able to do this or I'm not going to be able to do that. As long as it doesn't test the waters of the relationship. Like granted, if you start dating somebody, you got to scale back and let some things go, but you should always be able to be free in a, in a situation, free with boundaries and respect. Um, you know, if you still want to like, I implore you, go hang out with your boys, but don't be around me all day. I'm not going be around you all day because it makes that time when we get together that much more valuable and that much more, you know, entertaining but
2: yeah like i like i gotta say i just think it just depends on where that man is in his life that's to me that's the most important thing because there are a lot of men who may be single who want that companion for that moment doesn't mean they necessarily want it every single day
0: yeah and jay to your point i feel like the in terms of like the the being single factor i think a lot of long-term relationships stem from that foundation of being a platonic friend, I think a yes. lot of substance yes. as far as relationships, like, happen.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. you got to be—I agree 100 percent. Because you have to that friendship builds. You know, you have a very good friend that you can talk to about anything. That's going to be there for you, have your back. You know, tell you what you need to hear as opposed to what you want to hear. You know, those those kind of friendships aren't. And then you know, building trust. Building up that that high level of trust for someone, that's not always, people start out thinking that you can trust them, but then they start to turn, like, well, damn, you know, I thought you, you know, you you seemed like you was this way a few weeks ago. Now it's like something totally different. So, okay, take a step back a little bit from you and let you go ahead and do your thing. So, yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah. So we need to have a show and talk about how men hit the switch up on us women. Because I don't, I, I want some clarity <laughs> yeah. on you.
2: what you mean. The switch up, what's the switch up? What's the switch
1: up? <laughs> the
0: switch up is like you know, you, you, you initiate the relationship doing certain things or pretending to be a certain way or projecting that you are a certain way. You know, every in every beginning phase, we, re, we meet in the representative, right? But the representative gotta kind of be a resemblance of the real deal. Like, if you know you're an unemotional person or unaffectionate person. Don't give all that in the beginning, and then just cold turkey. Like stop, and then like that's the switcher. Why? Why would you do that? Why I mean, would you, you know, man,
2: men, men have to use what they have in order to get the female. I mean, oh
0: nah, man, that's deception. Something. Like that's you're right. How, it is. Listen, so I want to know if that's gonna hold up in the court of law because if so, I'm suing some people. Uh, I'm just. I'm
3: looking
2: forward to too right right now. Women do the
0: deception too. Yeah, they sure do. No, and listen, listen, I I definitely agree, but it's, and this is sad to say, I'm sorry women, I love y'all because I, you know, I'm a sister too, but it's almost expected, right? It's almost Mm -hmm. expected. Is that right from the, from the male's perspective? So when it happens and a man does it, it's like the total shock because it's not likely that you run into men who do that. So when you do find a man that does that on get experience, it is just like, what? Be just be who you are. I mean, and it, it, you know, people fail by not being honest in the beginning. Like, tell people your your shortcomings up front. Like, don't steal that. Right. Don't rob them of the options. Oh,
2: Ain't nobody giving all that away. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> nobody's giving all that away no way
0: you, you, you see you all met me in this frustrated weekend. right now don't you get us started <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> deception deception and false expectations like even with the expectations men want you to have this and be that and look this way and look that way and what you bring to the table yeah,
1: I mean. what,
0: what you bring to the table <laughs> community
1: property face. you know uh, uh, air mattress yeah, what is it everybody
3: gets some you get some <laughs> <laughs> that's funny
0: but we definitely need to put up a poll because I'm interested in these stats I'm
1: interested cool mm-hmm.
2: we done All we right, done man. it I would like to thank everyone for listening to the hangout podcast I appreciate your support remember we're on several platforms uh, Spotify iTunes and Apple just to name a few of course Anchor it's our leading platform for everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have any topics you would like to discuss with us, please let us know. You can always email us at the hangoutpodcast18gmail.com. I want to thank my co host, Jay Dizzle, and Sassy Ways for bringing that
1: far. Mm-hmm. Each and You're every show, thank, thank, you.
2: thank you all very much. Uh, we definitely have some exciting shows coming up in the near future. So make sure y'all keep listening and keep supporting us. We just got picked up with our seventh country. Seventh yes. country. The UK. The UK is on board yes. with us now. So thank you very much, everyone listening out in the UK to the Hangout Podcast. Hey, we, don't, we, don't forget Ireland. Don't forget
0: Canada. Don't forget well, Poland. Yeah,
2: Poland, you France. You know, Australia. Australia. Yes. Got to shout out everybody.
0: We international, We're all we
2: international, <laughs> we international, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I got to give a shout out to my man, Dave Drake, for supplying us with the beat, all the beats and the music. Hey, Dave. The ham, yes, you Podcast. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it, bro. And that's it. We out. So we'll see y'all next time. It's the Hangout Podcast. Appreciate you. Yeah. Right. We out of here, people. Peace.